0: we can all listen to the sunny side of sports great
1: show bro this is sunny side of sports right here on the voice of america
0: voice of america
1: sporty greetings to all our voice of america listeners this is voa's sunny young in washington welcome to the december 7th edition of of the sunny side of sports. Let's give a sunny side of sports salute to Morocco's national football team, the Atlas Lions, who have advanced to the quarterfinals of the FIFA World Cup For the first time, Morocco upset 2010 World Cup champion Spain Tuesday 3-0 in a penalty kick shootout in Qatar to also become the first Arabic-speaking country to reach the last eight. From Baghdad to Casablanca, fans cheered for the Atlas Lions after their historic victory. Let's listen now to the joyous reaction of Moroccan fans who watched the match on a big screen set up next to the Education City Stadium in Qatar.
2: and we will go for more.
1: it doesn't make a difference to us inside the stadium outside the stadium inside qatar outside qatar we're all arabs we are all one we all celebrate morocco's win and it's enough for them to win and raise our heads high you know what happened happened but hopefully next time we'll be able to find tickets and get inside but here was nice too there was a great atmosphere i have everything set up at home but i brought my children here to witness the atmosphere and have a great time a once in a lifetime moment so much joy for morocco to qualify it was all thanks to the efforts of the players the technical teams and the coach and the fans that supported them it was a tough match but the boys made us happy go go morocco
0: it is the biggest sports event of the year. The 2022 World Cup in Qatar. Join VOA to celebrate Africa's King's sport. In-depth coverage, pre- and post-game analysis, breakout stars, Cinderella teams, coaches, players, and let's not forget the fans from the four corners of the continent and from the city of Doha. We'll be there throughout the competition. Don't miss the fun with Team VOA Africa. Let's experience the magic of football together.
1: The magic of World Cup football will be experienced again on Friday when the quarterfinals kick off in Qatar. Croatia will take on five-time world champion Brazil in the first quarterfinal. And that will be followed by a quarterfinal between the Netherlands and Argentina. On Saturday, the World Cup quarterfinal action continues. Morocco will meet Portugal, which routed Switzerland Tuesday 6-1. And let's give a sunny side of sports salute to Portugal's Goncalo Ramos, who became the first player since 1990 to score three goals in a round of 16 World Cup match. And in the last quarterfinal on Saturday, England will play defending World Cup champion France. On Tuesday, the Atlas Lions of Morocco received great support from their fans. An estimated 20,000 Moroccan fans were inside the Education City Stadium, cheering their team on to victory. And Morocco's head coach, Walid Regregoui, says the fans played a huge role in the team's win over Spain. I think... um... It's impossible. You you
3: do you do that without uh, these fans. <laughs> Four day ago, is he's, uh, he's coming in the hotel. He wants the tickets. A lot of of fans comes to 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 Qatar for to support the the team and all country from America, from Europe, from Morocco. He love his country and uh, what I can tell us, uh, tell them is um, is we do nothing. I need them for the course final, inshallah, for to make history. But I'm very proud of my fans, of my people, and our big people also, because I think you have Qatari people here, maybe uh, uh, Algerian people, Tunisian people, Arabic people, and African people. I think now Morocco, you have a lot of country behind, the, behind his bag for, for to do history,
1: inshallah. And um, inshallah, khair, inshallah, easy <laughs> My VOA colleagues Muckbill Yaboro and Roger Muntu have been wearing their Morocco team jerseys this week in support of the Atlas Lions. As I told Muckbill and Roger, we are all Moroccans. (laughs) Yes, we are all Moroccans. Go, Atlas Lions. For more reaction to Morocco's victory over Spain, Iron Mike Mbonier called Doha, Qatar, where he reached the chief football writer at
2: aclsports.com, Fisayo Dairo. It was a very technical and highly tactical game of football. Nothing to separate both sides in 120 minutes. And the Atlas Lions of Morocco showed the true hunger of the Lions. The never said I spirit of the African was quite evident for all to see right there at the Education Stadium. It was indeed pleasurable for the whole of Africa to have the Moroccans hoisting Africa's flag so high in the land of the Arabs and I'm sure everyone must agree that for the kind of performance, the doggedness and the determination exhibited by the Moroccans, they absolutely deserve to go through. Yes, the Spaniards had most of the ball as many expected before the game but the Moroccans kept a very disciplined shape, a very impressive organization. They, they never allowed themselves to be overawed by the presence of so many big stars for the Spaniards that play at top clubs like Manchester City, Barcelona, Real Madrid. In the end, I think they got the result, which every African is definitely proud of. Football analysts had tipped Spain to win the round of 16 game against the Atlas Lions of Morocco. What do you think is the secret of Morocco's success in the game? One key trait that is quite evident in this Moroccan side, which many have observed here in Qatar since the competition started, is their togetherness. You know, it's not just about the great win over Spain, but all through the competition from the run that saw them top a group that had powerhouses Belgium and Croatia they have exhibited um, an impressive sense of unity of purpose and I'm sure a lot of sport teams can learn from that you know this is a team that has enormous amount of talent born Across the globe, you know, it's not just about being born in Morocco. They have a number of stars born right here in Europe, while some are also born in Morocco. Quite all right, you know, from the likes of Akim Ziyech who is born in the Netherlands, you know, Akim Yachraf, who is born in in Spain but they've never allowed all these things to affect their togetherness. You know, they they do things together, they fight for one another, the coach can substitute any player, any of their big stars at any time, and whoever is coming in joins in the fray. And, you know, they, they, it, 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 it's, it's very, very pleasing to see. And like I said, a lot of footballing teams can really learn a lot because when such happens, there is absolutely nothing stopping such a team. They may not have the the best in terms of talent compared to other big teams but they will always churn out commendable results which will be there for all to see like we've seen against Spain. Faisal, what's the mood in Doha among Moroccan fans after the victory against Spain? Yeah the Moroccans and fans of Lions generally very pretty much excited after the game. You know the team did not lack any kind of support right there at the stadium. Out of the over 44,000 present, I'm sure as much as 25 to 30,000 were supporting the moroccans because they did not only carry the hopes of africa but that of the arabs they were the only team from these two regions present and that really in no small measure contributed to their success so expected after the game they were so excited there were parties there were chance the metros to the train stations to the bus stations Everyone is so, so delighted to be part of this success story. It's the first time Morocco are getting to the quarterfinal stage of the FIFA World Cup. And this is really, really uh, a huge achievement for them when you consider the amount of investment the Football Federation have done to sports right there in Morocco. And um, the, the journey has just started also to many of them because they face Portugal in the next round and they believe that there is non-stop in this team. Portugal will definitely be another uh, different proposition for them. But they believe that they can go all the way in this competition.
1: That's Fisayo Dairo, the chief football writer at aclsports.com. And Fisayo spoke with Iron Mike and on the
2: telephone from Doha, Qatar. Sporty greetings. This is Fisayo Dairo, chief football writer at aclsports.com. And you are listening to The Sunny Side of Sports on The Voice of America. It is the biggest sports event of the year. The 2022
0: World Cup in Qatar. Join VOA to celebrate Africa's King's sport. In-depth coverage, pre- and post-game analysis, breakout stars, Cinderella teams, coaches, players, and let's not forget the fans from the four corners of the continent and from the city of Doha. We'll be there throughout the competition. Don't miss the fun with Team VOA Africa. Let's experience the magic of football together.
1: FIFA president Gianni Infantino says the magic of football during the World Cup's group stage was the best ever in tournament history. I've seen all matches
4: indeed and uh, put very simply and and very clearly, this has been the best group stage of uh, a World Cup ever. So it's very promising for the remainder of the World Cup. Um, But uh, the matches have been of great, great quality in uh, beautiful stadiums. We knew that uh, already. However, as well, the public uh, uh, who was there was incredible. Over 51,000 on average record-breaking figures on, uh, uh, on TV. We, are, we already had over two billion viewers, which is, uh, uh, which is really incredible. Two and a half million people in the streets uh, of Doha and uh, a few hundred thousand every day in the stadiums, all together, cheering together, uh, supporting their teams. Fantastic atmosphere, great goals, incredible excitement surprises uh, s- small teams beating big teams uh, well there are no more small teams and no more big teams the level is very very equal uh, for the first time as well um national teams from all continents going to the knockout phase for the first time in history this shows that football is really becoming truly global well of course we hope that uh, uh the World Cup continues and concludes uh, as it has started. fantastic success. I'm sure that we will reach the the, the five billion viewers um, around the world when it comes to stadiums attendances. The, the stadiums are sold out uh, full practically in uh, every match. The fan festival uh, the different fan zones uh, are also. Very crowded with people celebrating and, and enjoying at the end you know we we simply want to uh, to give some some joy and some smiles to uh, people all over the world that's what football is about that's what the World Cup is about and that's what should happen from now as well uh, until the end. We have already seen some great action on the field, which finally is uh, uh, you know the most important. Uh, part of, of of what you do some of the biggest uh, stars performing very very well but uh, the memories of i don't know the mexican fans or or uh, the american fans or the saudi fans uh, uh, not to speak about argentina uh, brazil um, iranians everyone uh, the moroccans who uh, who are really cheering their teams, the Tunisians. I mean, I can I can just name uh, the Senegalese. I I could name them all probably. Um, now we reach really the competitive, the top competitive phase, where uh, of course the big stars, the big players, the big teams will make the difference on the pitch. So I hope uh, and I'm sure we will see a, a fantastic conclusion of this World Cup and. Uh, I'm definitely looking very much forward to that, and I'm sure that uh, uh, all the people around the world who are football fans, who love football, who are interested in this World Cup, look forward to
1: the coming games as well. That's Gianni Infantino, the president of World Football's governing body, FIFA, and he was assessing the group stage of the FIFA World Cup football tournament in Qatar. And Infantino spoke from Doha, Qatar. I'm VOA Sunny Young in Washington, and you're listening to The Sunny Side of Sports on The Voice of America. Follow The Sunny Side of Sports on Facebook and Twitter. My Facebook address is facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. And my Twitter handle is
0: at Sports. It is the biggest sports event of the year. The 2022 World Cup in Qatar. Join VOA to celebrate Africa's king spot. In-depth coverage, pre- and post-game analysis, breakout stars, Cinderella teams, coaches, players, and let's not forget the fans from the four corners of the continent and from the city of Doha we'll be there throughout the competition don't miss the fun with team VOA Africa let's experience the magic of football together
1: more World Cup news. Some fans who travel to Qatar to watch their favorite team compete at the World Cup say they're having trouble getting tickets at the venue. This is forcing many to pay high, high prices to watch matches. Jacopoluzzi reports from Doha, Qatar.
2: Doha.
5: Hardcore football fans are in Qatar to experience the World Cup firsthand and cheer on their country's team. But many say they're having trouble getting reasonably priced tickets. For the Argentina Poland match, they were asking $800 for a ticket FIFA valued at $70. That's the price a scalper quoted Matias Morosina, who just wanted to see his country's team play. He's not alone. Many football fans say they have been unable to buy tickets on FIFA's official website, even when they are available. FIFA. The reporters witnessed the problem firsthand, failing after numerous attempts to purchase tickets that were supposedly available. This has forced some fans to go to resale portals. The only authorized ones are on FIFA's own site, but there are others like T-Combo and Stabab International, where fans can find tickets, but at a much higher cost. Depending on the match, they could be paying up to $1,000, six or seven times more than the original ticket price. Some are also buying from scalpers, people who buy tickets then resell them at higher prices, outside the stadiums. But not only are those more expensive, sometimes those tickets are fake.
6: I'm an enemy of scalpers and resales, an absolute enemy. Buying from scalpers is exactly what fuels scalping.
5: FIFA's website only says that last-minute sales of World Cup tickets are processed in real time and are allocated on a first-come, first-served basis. While fans say it's frustrating, many admit they are willing to pay far more than the official price to be able to support their teams.
4: Definitely, no matter what it takes, we will, we will just pay and just go to support our team and the Arab world.
5: And high prices won't stop. This group of female fans so we spoke to after Morocco's win over Canada. Yeah. Morocco pay for Morocco. We are very happy to, uh, to assist in this in this match. Even those who managed to buy tickets at official prices will be paying 40% more than four years ago at World Cup in Russia, according to a Keller Sports study. The report says these World Cup games in Qatar are the most expensive ever. Jacopo Luzzi, BOE News, Doha, Qatar.
1: In African athletics, a big VOA highlight occurred in October when Kenanisa Bekele, the three-time Olympic champion from Ethiopia and one of Africa's greatest ever athletes, visited our Voice of America headquarters. Kenanisa chatted with my VOA colleague, Jackson Vunganyi, shortly after setting a Masters over 40 record of two hours, five minutes, and 53 seconds at the 2022 London Marathon. Kenanisa told Jackson that injuries slowed his preparations for London. Actually,
7: for London Marathon, I was uh, uh, on uh, injury before, you know, like two months before. Uh, I couldn't prepare uh, really full preparation for London, so... That was my uh, shortest uh, preparation uh, for London Marathon. Still, uh, I did great job, but uh, I have uh, capacity to do even faster than that pace if I prepare long time. Mm. Uh, so, with uh, short preparation, uh, running two or five, you know, it's uh, really uh, great. But uh, even I can do. It's than quite that. remarkable.
6: Yeah. Let, let's take. Let me take you back from when you're growing up. How did you get the love for running? When did you start?
7: Uh, early age, like uh, fifteen, sixteen years, when I was uh, in uh, high school. Uh, I was playing with uh, my friend, you know, with teachers in the high school. They, especially my sport teacher, uh, saw me in the, you know, when during I was playing football with uh, with them and uh, advised me to maybe if i train with running then uh, football i, I will going to i will be maybe successful you know so his uh, advice uh, of course you know work it he that saw place. that
6: you had the uh, you had it in you he saw the talent
7: yes he saw my you know my uh, activities and uh, advised me to uh, train mm. maybe athletics if i join athletics in the future, I have a good opportunity to maybe become success.
6: Did you ever dream that you'll achieve what you've already achieved at this point? Uh,
7: Of course, you know, I did everything, you know, from cross-country, indoor, outdoor championship, like Olympic, World Championship, so (laughs) marathons, nothing else, to. or maybe I want to, you know, do something more. Mm. But uh, I did everything, but, uh, you know, nothing left me away.
6: But what legacy do you want to leave behind? How do you want people to remember kenanisa Bekele? Uh,
7: you know, that's, you know, I, I did already my job uh, after, you know, remembering maybe except to young generation or, you know, people who love uh, especially sport, athletics, I think uh, after this, you know, they're uh, a to them. You know, if they want to motivate their uh, their kids and uh, f- you know, for new generation, maybe they can use uh, whatever you know what I did. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can advise their, their uh, you know young generation. So,
6: in terms of advice, what does it take to become a great runner? Is it physical or mental?
7: i think you need everything because if uh, physically uh, you are not ready you cannot do anything uh, physically mentally you need to ready you need to really focus and uh, have a uh, big hope and a uh, future you know you have to happy what you are doing and uh, with your uh, activity you have to really hope Uh, I can do it you know you have to uh, tell yourself anything if you do hard and if you uh, disciplined you can uh, success you Mm -hmm. can uh, uh, bring success you know so you have to motivate mentally physically of course everything you need
6: now Kenya and Ethiopia are known as the two running powerhouses in Africa they produce great runners like yourselves who have broken world records. What is it about these two countries? What is it that you do in Ethiopia that you have you've been able to produce great runners like yourself?
7: Of course, we are neighbors and uh, same. We live in uh, similarly in the same uh, weather conditions, same uh, lifestyle. Uh, you know, uh, in Ethiopia, in Ethiopia and uh, Kenya, we are uh, neighbor countries like borders. Mm-hmm. We do uh, long work, like hard job, you know, in a, in a, in, a, in the country. So I think we learn also from each other and uh, follow each other, and like as a role model, you know, we we have some uh, big names, big athletes. So Kenya also, Ethiopia. That's why. In Young generation follow, you know, their role models. Mm. Because of that, everyone involved in trainings, in the discipline, you know. So I think this is a, that's why it's a success. Big success comes, mm. you know, in Ethiopia and uh, Kenya.
6: When you were growing up, who was the person that you were looking up to? Who was your role model in terms of running? Whose record that you wanted to beat?
7: Uh, not actually to beat, but uh, just our role models like abbebe uh, bikila we we learn in uh, we study also in uh, we learn in, in in high school so uh, history of abbebe bikila running without, without shoes you know, yes. winning uh, mm-hmm. uh, rome marathon uh, rome olympics so moros uh, hifter from women's side like tolu and fatu yeah yes. Tulu and yeah. fatuma roba of course after also uh, like Gabriel uh, and uh, young you know it's like uh role model you know footsteper you know so mm.
6: what do you want to do after running what is it up af- wh- what is life like for kenenisa after running after you're not doing after you take off your shoes and say I'm done, I feel like I've achieved everything that I want to achieve. Cause you're still a young man, obviously. Actually,
7: <laughs> actually you cannot take off shoes yeah. Yeah, because for athletes, you know, uh, in your lifetime, you have to do sport. You know, you have to uh, run, you have to train, and you have to motivate others, you know, young generation. Uh, some Many of them, uh, they are coaching now, they are advising young generation. So this is uh, like our like our uh, part of job you know so maybe i'm i want to enjoy you know uh, running in my lifetime not for result of course Mm -hmm. but uh apart that uh, i want to do my jobs you know like my businesses I have hotel businesses and, uh, you know, like just resorts and sport resorts.
1: That's Ethiopian star Kenanisa Bekele. Kenanisa was talking with Jackson Vunganyi at our VOA headquarters here in Washington. And that interview originally aired on The Voice of America in October. And that wraps up the December 7th edition of the show. Thank you for tuning in. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington, and that's the sunny side of sports.